We are back. It's weekend kickoff. It's brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. It's year two. Bob, they're not tired of us yet, and we've get, we're going to be back bigger, better, stronger than ever. It's going to be a normal year in 2021. I know how much more excited you are. We are in Urban Meyer's Pint House. Coors Light bringing it to you as well. Some drink specials in here. The Bryant Heating and Cooling year two. Zach Bourne, Cardell Jones, Jeff Hireman, Tyvis Powell, Evan Spencer's running around back there, and Bobby Carpenter. I am just Austin Ward, and I'm just really excited Wait, Bobby, for Thursday night. Bobby who? Bobby, this this guy, he's a little older than you four. Did he, pl he play at Ohio State too? <laughs> yes. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll try health, Bobby. <laughs> we could have done more introductions beforehand. I, I thought that he was running around in the Woody when you were still in school, but maybe yeah, not. Yeah, no, uh, I think it was a few years before that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were, well, we, were we born? When I'm not going to let these, these guys age shame. <laughs> well, you've got to have veterans on the panel. And this guy's been through some wars. Are you con considered a senior athlete at this point? I'm here for it all day. I'm here Bobby's for a it MySpace all day. guy. MySpace. <laughs> are you guys ready for the season or what? We are. Ready, man. No, I, yeah. Straight to the point. Jeff's no. not going to waste any words. I, right. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm so excited for the guys. I'm so excited for the fans. These guys have been itching. I mean, yeah, they played last year, but. It wasn't even a real season. You know, those guys like playing in front of fans, like having a crowd, like the motions of a game. And last year was just different. They're, they're so excited to get after it. I know as a fan, I'm excited to get back in the stadium, tailgate, pound some Coors Lights, yeah. going into the shoe. I'm the excited. Real, the real winners of every game. I'm excited. I've never been yeah. to a game. I mean, this will be my first, my first this will be my first game. You really haven't been back since no. you left? Wow. Bi my bye week, you know, it never matched up. They were always playing away. And then last year was last year was COVID. And uh so this will be my first game day experience. Great. So here's the trick. Oh, yeah. This will be your first. Let's hear it. You got to listen to your elders. Yeah. If you're going to call me old, then I'm going to at least tell you, uh, the first year, you're not going to remember any of these games. Year two, then you probably will. You start to remember. Yeah, because yeah. you realize about pacing and you know, yeah. getting in game shape and these long <laughs> afternoons. So hot, will you be responsible? Just get me in the gates at least for the first game. Oh, I, we can do that. Okay. I'll handcuff you to Zach. Yeah. <laughs> no telling where you got in that idea. <laughs> All right. Anyways, no football. It's, I mean, you know, enough with. Uh... Listen, this is real. <laughs> the tailgating aspect is a real thing. Hey. That's what separates Ohio State is the fans, the 105,000 that pour down in there. And it's weird. We're starting off on the road. It's a Thursday night. You know, it's a Big Ten game. And so I've done a bunch of radio yeah, this week. You're right. People are asking, like, what's the feeling like? I'm like, well, it kind of feels like May because it's been raining every day or April. <laughs> and then on top of that, it like. It feels like a preseason game. It's kinda, weird, it's yeah. Kinda, you know, on the road, Thursday yeah. night, you know, uh, yeah. But I think I feel like they've been doing that for a while, though. They've been opening up on Thursday. They did it one time in 2017, a couple yeah, of years back yeah. with J.K. Dobbins. Where did, where did you we did, research? Where when did we played when we played Virginia Tech our last year there, we that wasn't a Thursday. It was Saturday no. night. That Saturday was night. Prom time. Night. What? That was a Saturday Monday night. night. It was a Monday. Yes. That was a Monday. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's Memorial Monday. Day. Labor, Day. Labor Day. Oh. Or Labor Day. Labor Day. Same thing. It runs together. Saturday, Monday, same thing. When they tapped. That's why we lost. That's why we lost. we were. I mean, we're used to playing on the Saturday. No, I'm talking about the second time. One you won. The one you won. Oh, oh, Yeah, you was. You was gone. Yeah, you was gone. I was gone. We're in mid-season form. Wow, this this show is off to a great start. I think Jeff has had too many courses. I don't even remember. What did you ask? I just thought we were excited for football to be back, Tyvis. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they – to answer your question. Yes. The answer is yes. We definitely went left with this conversation. Yeah, they excited to be back. I mean, they – 
you know, after losing the championship game, I mean, they definitely want to get that bad taste out their mouth. I mean, we've all had a chance, had a chance to experience in that with the 2013 series when we lost to Clemson. You know, your last game being a loss, you're just ready to erase that and try to get back to winning that national championship. So I definitely think they're excited to get back out there. All right, you guys touched on this. To, to go start on the road, I mean, Thursday nights, I don't know, you guys didn't really experience that part, but game one on the road, I don't know, are you – are you, as a player, are you nervous? Are you just anxious when well, camp is over? Why don't we ask Cardell what it's like? First start, foreign environment, young quarterback. I mean, you were a little older young quarterback then. I was still young. What are we facing? Younger than you. I was still young. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to go into a household environment just like uh, somewhat of a situation I walked into. Night game, crowd's going to be going crazy. But I, I will argue this crowd is going to be more empty because of last year they wasn't able to support their team uh, in person. So um, I think CJ just got to go in there and the Buckeyes got to go in there with level heads and, and understand that, you know, they coming out throwing all haymakers. I mean, blackout up in Minnesota. It's going to be great weather, great environment. And uh, they, they got to weather the storm. They got to weather that storm. Yeah, great, it's a blackout. Remember when we played Minnesota in November? Jesus. Yeah, well, you talking about when it was the, the snow, coldest game. Snow, the game. <laughs> I was yeah. out there. Was I was out there squint like nine, this the whole nine game. degrees. You know, <laughs> Terry Coleman was out there with no jacket on. <laughs> that was where JT yeah. had the slowest seventy-five yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah he did. Football. Yeah. It, it helps slow guys like me. And it, you know, I mean, seriously, and, and it got that amount of snow. You know, every, everybody's slow. I'm kind of jealous that they get, you know, they're going on good weather time. Well, it might but rain. Then, We're gonna put a pin in that. Yeah. Well, that, that fun, funny story, actually. So the our. The head coach at Minnesota at the time got mad at uh, the Minnesota Vikings because they provided us their heated benches. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Well, because so, Rick, Rick Spielman. They didn't want us to have yeah. heated benches. You know? I didn't know that. that yeah. That's a fact. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's a, that, that is an inside, inside fact. I'll tell you what. You've never been more motivated as a defense to go three and out. Because <laughs> that, that sideline was so hot and it was so cold on their field. We like, come on. Let's, we ain't even going to play me, around. Yeah, let me tell you, as a backup, you've never been so motivated for it to be a close game. <laughs> <laughs> that's Probably the only game I ever not prayed not to get into. Yeah, it was freezing. I'm like, God, look. So, well, that's yeah, right. Sorry, we'll stop talking no, about games that you guys didn't play in. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't play in any of them. I like them all the same. Yeah, I, I played. I played in Minnesota. What people don't know, it's the best locker room in the Big Ten. It's spacious. Oh, yeah. It's massive. It it's the nicest locker room. To be honest, 100%. the away locker room at Minnesota is probably nicer than our home locker room at the Shoe. It's oh, that yeah, nice, right. spacious. It, yeah. it's, it's awesome. It's I remember playing up I'm be, there. I'm um, be honest. I don't really remember. I was trying to thaw out. Oh no! It, it, <laughs> it's, it's so nice. It's uh, yeah. Which it, makes back, it even back, harder to have to go out on the field when you know yeah. it's that nice. I played there on Halloween my freshman year, and and it's cold, but. Back to the game, I mean, these guys are just excited to get out there. I don't think if you open up on the road, uh, at home, whatever it might be, those guys are just counting down the minutes till the, the kind of, you know, the foot hits the ball. I also think it's harder on a Thursday night. I played on a Thursday night, opened my sophomore year. We played Marshall, opened up college football on a Thursday night. And the hardest thing for me then is when you have a night game, you're sitting in the hotel most of the day. You've got some meetings, but, you know, on Saturdays, you're watching the noon football games. You get to see the kickoff of the 3.30 game and maybe watch the first quarter. Mm -hmm. When it's a Thursday night. Watching Maury Povich. Oprah. I mean, yeah, there's the nothing to watch. I mean, there's this absolutely baby. nothing to watch, right? So it's, uh, it's controlling your emotions. <laughs> it's making sure you're ready to play. It's, you know, you it's hard to take your mind off of it just because there literally is nothing on TV. But you were there. Were they tailgating for that Marshall game outside Thursday? 
Yeah, they were. That's awesome. See, my favorite thing for the night game was peering out the Blackwell and dreaming like Jeff Hyman's going to experience this year. Like one day, <laughs> that could be me out there. I know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm more field. excited for my first tailgating experience sure. or the you know, first home game. You might be crowd surfing, man. Uh, who knows? I mean. <laughs> They've been waiting for you to come back ever, ever since they heard the exploits of you in college. We want to party with that guy. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Why? Because you can't keep up? That's Because <laughs> <wrong. laughs> you never know what kind of trouble you're in. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm the one that got us in trouble. Yeah, okay. Hey, Jeff has been training for this his whole life. College football is back, and whatever temperatures this season brings, uptown heating and cooling, they're your local Brian Dior. They will make sure that your AC can beat the heat. Or whatever else comes our way. They'll do whatever it takes to keep you cool, whether it's fixing your current system or installing a new energy-efficient Bryant cooling system. Call Uptown today for an appointment or find them online at UptownHVAC.com. Bryant and Uptown Heating and Cooling doing whatever it takes. We're also the presenting sponsor of this week's weekend kickoff show. It's time for that whatever it takes and silver bullet segment to get it rolling. Actual football analysis. We're going to get into that not tailgating for a little bit here. Cardell, we'll start with you. Who's, get, who's your guy? Who's the Bryant Heating Cooling, whatever it takes player that's got to show up on Thursday night? I think whoever goes out there and uh, the Buckeyes roll out there as a number one running back oh has to be God. the guy to show up. Uh, just a simple fact, they're going to play against a, a veteran Minnesota team. I've been comparing Minnesota to the Gonzaga of basketball. They're going to have, you know, 18 to 22, 22 fifth-year seniors, and they got 10 returning starters on both sides of the ball, and I don't think that early on we're going to rely on CJ to get it done through the air, get them comfortable and with the run game. And how you do that is with the run game and that big offensive line. You got a great group of rotation of guys. So whoever sets the tone in the running back room, um, that's going to be my guy, whatever it takes. And, you know, settle, settle <laughs> CJ. Who's the starting running back? Zach, he still won't say the name of the guy, Zach. We're going they on like two you. weeks now. Tell they me who the starting you. running back is. They won't tell you. It will be a shocker, I'll tell you that. All right. Oh, please. It will be a shocker. Jeff, you got to tie it in for us. Or you're going somewhere else. I'm going O line, O line all day. You know, I mean, with the run game and you know the young QBs, you know, with a little bit of lack of experience there, uh, you know, that O line will you know keep the, the the run game going and open up some play action for the quarterback, some easy passes. So I'm going O line all day. I mean, they're, you know, I watched a couple of those practices and they're huge. I mean, you know, I think the, the shortest one is 6'5", 6'4", 6'5". At center, yeah, with Harry Miller. I'm totally going O-line. They'll, uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll keep them moving. So. These guys took the easy picks. You're on the no, road. They You're really on the did, road. No. What are you going to pick? Fullback? Like, no. Like, those, <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Listen, oh, wait. There, there, Listen, there those, is no hey, those, those are the easy ones. I've, I've got two guys. Hey, it would be a stunner if Zach picked a fullback. <laughs> it would be a stunner. Um, Do we have I've, one I've of got, those I've on got, the roster? Uh, maybe. No, no. I've got, this I've got, a position. You obviously have to look at C.J. Shroud. First game as a starting quarterback, redshirt freshman. Didn't get many reps last year with a shortened season. Obviously, he's got to perform. But I think more than him, Taraja Mitchell has to perform. That's who he I'm is the is. middle linebacker the of that dog. defense. He's the guy who, you know, you look at the defensive line, everyone knows they're going to be really good. You look at the back end, everything. I know last year uh, there were some struggles, but everyone, including you writing up in preseason camp, everyone's been looking at the, at the back end saying how strong they're going to be this year. So you look in the middle of the defense, especially Minnesota, they can really run the football. That is their strength. So what can Taraj Mitchell do to shut down the run, play tackle to tackle, force Minnesota to throw the football, and let those defensive linemen go to town on, on that quarterback? It's a, yeah, that's interesting, Zach. It's one of the 
I keep saying it, you can't call any position at Ohio State weak because it's all four- and five-star guys at every position. But those linebackers that we talk about all the time on Buck IQ, it's the most uncertain group. I really don't know which three will be out there for the first snap of the game. Yeah, no, I com- I completely agree, and I don't think we're gonna lot of, we're gonna see a lot of three linebacker sets. I think you're see Taraj Mitchell. I think you're gonna see rotation next to him with Cody Simon and Tommy Eichenberg and some in Dallas Gant mm-hmm. and some of those other younger guys because I think those DBs are so strong, and you've got a nickel with Court Williams, with uh, Craig Young, with some of those other guys that can really play that nickel linebacker position. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, Taraj Mitchell has to step up. He's the only surefire thing that the linebacker room has right now. Titus, what's up? Well, he took my answer, so I'm going I'm to just go ahead and talk and speak my expertise, and I'm going to go ahead and what say. Tell us about Josh Proctor and what he should do. Listen, he didn't put, he, he's put on 15 pounds this, this offseason of straight muscle, so that right there in itself is, is I salute that because if you've ever been through Coach Mick's workout, it's hard to keep weight on. So he's definitely going to be the guy that's going. Gold go, grouper probably? Gold grouper? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Gold <laughs> you hilarious for that. Yeah, so he's definitely going to be the guy that's – he's going to have to come down and make some tackles this game because, as we know, Minnesota's probably going to run the ball a, a ton. And and another guy I'm looking at is Court Williams, like he said. You know, that's a guy – you know, I have the luxury of going down there before spring practice. And I was just in the DB room, you know, just to see how they interact, just watching them. And he was one of those guys who stayed late to watch film after everybody left and whatnot. And with a guy that works like that, his, he, his size is great. He's definitely going to come down and make hits and make big plays, and I'm excited to see his career take off. I think this will be a solid season for him. Court Williams. Uh, by the way, great job topping Cardale by actually naming names for the positions that you oh, want. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I still remember. on the wrap. You know what? And I also, want, I, I also want to see Demario McCall get in there. You know, he, he had a pretty good rep against he, us. He played, with, he played with you. <laughs> Dick, was he there? What was your line? No, nah, he, he missed you by a year. No, yeah, no, he his first Demar- Demar- Super DeMario's first year like was he... 2016. Yeah, he did. Just this is six. Did. He's, I tried to get Hilliard to come back. <laughs> who, was, who, was the, who was the last six-year guy? Um, he was with you. Justin Hilliard played they last year. They had one last year, Justin Hilliard. Okay. There was a six-year guy with me. Well, yeah. Was, was Justin really there for six years? Yeah. No. And he, he had a chance. Oh, I thought uh, y'all was playing. No, he could have come he back for seven. He could have oh. got seven. Everyone got a free year. He could have been the first seven-year player in college football history. Chose to deny that honor to where the scarlet and gray one more nah, time. He, 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 was, well, he, he went to San Fran. He's doing his oh, thing. Oh, I know. Listen, so I'm going to stick a little bit with Zach there looking Listen. at the, the linebackers. And what he was saying, there, this is a position group where there's a lot of different guys that Al Washington's going to be tasked with playing. And they all do things that are, that are different, that are really good, but very, very different. Taraja Mitchell is a great in-the-box linebacker. He's very similar to Tough Borland with what he possesses. He's a bubble guy. He's a thumper. He can come down and, you know, lay the wood on dudes. You've got Kayvon Pope. He's probably going to start the game. He's great at blitzing. He's a third-down guy. Tommy Eichenberg, probably more of a true Mike. You'll see him in there. Uh, Simon, Cody Simon, really, really good. Probably the most versatile of all those guys. He can kind of do some things uh, moving around. And then uh, I honestly think Steel Chambers is going to get some reps. You know, I mean, he's got the best name on the team by far to be a football <laughs> player or an adult film star. He's checking all the boxes. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. 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 <laughs> what is amazing about him, though, like, he does a good job for not playing running back, for not playing linebacker and playing running back recently. He does a really good job tracking the football, plays with his hands. He's really athletic. He gets it. He understands it. And so those guys have all done a really good job. You know job. who else is like that? Who? Demario McCall. Well, I watched Demario lose the ball a couple times. <laughs> One in the spring game, notably. 
But he, DeMario is much better defensive back than I ever thought he That's was. That's exactly what I'm talking He's about. much, much better. I'm talking about him as a DB. By the way, you're bringing up Court Williams, a.k.a. Jailhouse. Court Williams is a full-grown man, Tyus. He I, makes I tell you, look I like tell you I seen him, and I was like, yeah. He I seen him when he came on his recruiting yeah. trip. I was like, yeah, he definitely is a player. I told him, I go, your neck says you're a will linebacker, so you can deny all the other things you want, but you will be 230 pounds I by the time you're 21 years old. I could your neck that. tells you a lot about what position you 100%. play. 100%. I mean, you, you know, clearly. I'm going to compare these two necks back, right clearly. here. <laughs> Tight end neck, fullback, you know. For court size, though, he has unbelievable feet. He has great acceleration, and he's almost – he'll end up probably growing into a box guy, but – you know, those guys right there, they're all providing something different. They're going to have to play well because for Minnesota to have any chance, they got to run the ball. Like, if they want to try to throw it 50 times, this Good game will be a But that's not that game to no. begin with. Ain't who yeah, well, when you're down by 21 and you can't run the ball, what is your yeah. option? Well, Throwing. You, you got right. a point. Good luck. But you got to grow out if you're going to show out, Bob. It, those I, are growers and showers on Thursday night, by the way. Tyvis, I got, I've been getting oh, into a, a little trouble because I've been critical of DeBarrio. I know you. That's why I brought it up. Uh, so <laughs> – but I give him all the credit in the world for I think this move is probably overdue for him. Yeah. And it's a role that he's got a chance to actually play. Yeah. And I have no problem with saying that. Like, he grew up. <laughs> no, he, they, they said, oh, I, I read it on Twitter. I, they I was, know you did. They was grilling you. They said, you just, you just a hater of him. Hater. I was like, man. Well, hey, he struggled at the other position. I think that's fair to say. He put well, the, he, he has a lot of promise at DB. Like I say, I seen the rep where I critiqued him on him going against Garrett Wilson. Mm -hmm. he, he, for him to yeah. not, for this to be his first year ever playing that position, he actually looks pretty good. Yeah. And we'll see. He's at Coach uh, Kerry Combs and Ryan Dave talked about him playing on Thursday night. Finally get that opener coming. We're going to break down a lot more of that after we take a quick break here. This is Weekend Kickoff. It's brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. We will be right back after these guys reload on some Coors Light. It takes attention to detail. With your local Bryant dealer, you're getting more than just a technician. You're getting someone who pays attention to your needs and the little things that make a big difference. It takes a dealer you can rely on. And to keep your family cool this summer. Let me show you how this works. It takes Bryant. Bryant, whatever it takes. And to keep your family comfortable, it takes Uptown Heating and Cooling. Find them at UptownHVAC.com. All right, taking a quick break from weekend kickoff. It is brought to you by our friends at Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. And this week from Uptown HVAC. You can check them out at UptownHVAC.com. We've got Doug with us. Local community, local community sponsor, big with big fans of the Buckeyes, I assume. For sure, definitely. And can help everybody around here. Thanks for coming yep. out tonight. And I know that you guys Thanks have got to be us. excited for this time of year. For Transitioning sure. a little bit, but we got football back and then go from uh, AC to heating and back and forth. So probably a busy time for you guys. Definitely is. We had uh, summer's been hot, crazy weather, but you know now we're kind of getting ready to after Labor Day to transition into. Uh, more of a, you know, people thinking about their heat and that and kind of goes with fall football and, you know, cookouts, tailgates, bonfires, that type of thing. So are people not thinking about that as much as they should to get prepared for that weather turning? I mean, I, we all know it's coming in Ohio, but it's late August. It's September 1st. We're like, we're not we're not thinking about we want to put on the sweatshirts and, and take care of the inside of the house right now. No, not at all. But I think with um, Still with the, you know, under COVID and everything that we're still going through, a lot of people are still at home and people are very conscious of, of you know, their indoor environment, the air, indoor air quality, those type of things. So, yeah, we stay fairly busy. You know, people are pretty proactive with it. So Yeah, and, you know, Uptown can make sure that uh, everybody's taking care of that, obviously taking 
all the safety precautions as well as this time. We can't, nobody can let up at this time. We just want a normal fall. Know you guys are ready to go see the Buckeyes. Oh, for sure. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait for Thursday. Thursday night. What go do you Bucks. got? Yeah. Cardale sure. Jones just popped in. He hadn't given <laughs> us a prediction. He said 35-17. How does that sound for you? Uh, I think, uh, you know, I think that sounds pretty good. I think being on the road, uh, you know, first game of the year, you know, as long as we get them early, I think we'll be we'll be good. You get nervous before the first game? What's, what's just excitement? How do you feel? I do. I'm excited. It's just, uh, I don't know, it seems early to some degree, but... You know, I'm, I'm really excited to get it going, so I think we're going to have a great year. All right, that weather will start changing soon, so be thinking about that. Doug's got that advice for you. He's got UptownHVAC.com. Call them, hit them up on the website, anything you need. Bryant does whatever it takes to help you out. Appreciate you coming out and hanging out with us at Urban Myers Pine House weekend kickoff. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Back to the show. All right, welcome back. It's the second half. It's weekend kickoff. It's brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems and uh, our good friends at Uptown. We've also got some stuff that we got to get into from Coors Light and the Silver Bullets. Um, and that starts right now with looking at this game and the biggest question that you guys still feel is unanswered for the Buckeyes that they have to prove. I know we talked about some specific players, but in terms of the way the Buckeyes need to play, a message they might need to send, Ooh. where are you looking? Tuh. Message you might need to send, where are you looking? I know one. I mean, oh, win. You've got, well... <laughs> Win, one win, and win, no matter what. <laughs> the best part about going one and zero. Chance to go two and zero. There you go, Man, face. So I'm gonna stick with. Or is it the chance to go twelve and zero? <laughs> yeah, but it's one at a time. Jeff. One at a time. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. I would probably so, have hey, to thinking say, about twelve and zero right now gets you in trouble. Come on. Given uh, given the way Minnesota plays, you know what they're all about. They you know they lost their two wide receivers over the last couple seasons that were really talented. Now both in the NFL. Um, it's got to be the linebackers and the, really the front seven for me to make sure that you can get stops. You still have Muhammad Ibrahim, really good player, very, very talented. You've got to slow him down. He averaged about a buck fifty last year on the ground. And so you have a bunch of guys who are younger and older but all inexperienced. And so they're going to have to find a way to slow it down. So we saw this defense last year. They weren't as good as they've been in years past. It all starts with stopping the run. If you can't stop that, it's going to be a long day on the perimeter, on the back, everywhere. So I think they have to find a way to stop the run. That's the first question is can those linebackers, front seven, find a way to get that done without having to sell out and then open themselves up to some passing attack? Well, I, yeah, I agree with Bob, but I don't think it's the front seven. I think it's just the entire defense. You know, if you were watching game day uh, week zero this past Saturday, a lot of those guys are calling for an upset against you know, Oregon coming in here in the town and, and Oregon beating Ohio State. And I think it's because so many people have questions about that defense. You know, everyone wants to look at C.J. Stroud in the offense and what can he do. But if that defense goes out there and sends a message and gets some turnovers, you know, gets after the quarterback, stops the run like Bob was talking about, those questions are, are going to be put uh, quiet pretty quickly, and people are going to realize the Buckeyes are for real. More not, showers, yeah, really. growers than showers. Right. Showers than growers, <laughs> maybe both. I'm yeah. not really sure why there was all that you know, emphasis on week two already in Oregon, and I don't know why it was <laughs> – so yeah. trendy to pick that upset in the and, first place. And, and, like, they figured out their quarterback situation well enough anyways either. I mean, they got two two running backs, but that's top for another conversation. Like, at the end of the day, the defense is, is going to be who needs to step up, and just an over-communication is going to be what's needed for us to play like Zach's talking about and like, and like Zach is talking about and like Bobby's talking about. Because at the end of the day, like, we have players, we have talented folks, and just to just be confident out there, but to know that somebody behind you is doing their job is – is really what's going to allow these folks to kind of be out there, be comfortable, and, and go make plays, really. I mean, so many of these cats, I mean, yeah, three of this, 
the folks in the secondary are seniors and one's a junior, but have they all played together? Have they, you know, known what they're going to look like in cover three or cover four and what it's going to look like when bullets are flying? So I just think that, like, you know, just an over-communication across the defense will allow us to, to be comfortable and, and, and fill some holes that, that were wide open last year and, and, and didn't allow us to really get it done at the end of the year. Oh, you want me? Oh, Sure, what, to, to, <laughs> to piggyback hey, you off guys of are, You guys were teammates. I mean, you can work it well, out. Yeah. So, well, to piggyback going. off of what they said, it's, it's definitely the defense. It has to be silver bullet football. Like, they have to look like the silver bullets in the past. It, like I said, this season reminds me so much of what we did in 2014 because in 2013, our offense was what everybody came to see. You know, we had Braxton, we had Carlos. And then High. maybe we should be. Maybe you, you should be expecting man. that last week, too, then. Shut up. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, like I said, that, that defense has to look like they have to come out there and say, you know, we got to – people come in to see this offense. All they hear about this offseason, how good the offense is going to be and all that. They got to take pride in that and be like, you know what, we good, too. You know, we want to go out here and we want to show out and make plays and make game-changing plays, just like we did in 2014. If they do that, the sky's the limit. The ceiling is the roof. Michael Jordan. Jeff, do you just want to make it five guys looking at the defense? Well, or? Uh, the ceiling is the roof. I was, yeah, I was kind of. Uh, yeah. That's Michael it, Jordan. It, it, it kind of threw me off a little bit. Is it Michael Jordan? That's who said it. Yeah, really? Yeah, I don't know what it means, but he said it. I'm, right, I'm, we I, definitely need to look at it. It's, well, it's yeah. going to be the fullbacks. Yeah, we'll look into this one a little deeper. <laughs> it's the full. The, the Ohio State fullbacks <laughs> hey, have to come to play. Yeah. I mean, they've also got to get a second tight end in there. We've seen all these sure. two tight end sets over the last hey, couple years. So. Match up nightmares over there. Come on. No. Just in honor of Schlegs, you need more tight ends, less loose ends. Okay? Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes a loose end. The quote, I mean, did you, you, you write these was, down? He was right. I mean, did you write these down? His phone's already on. Right, look at him. He's got him out there on his phone, like, quote. In his check, section. Double tap. Yeah, hit that on. one. All right, next. <laughs> hit that one. <laughs> this is what you missed when you were stopped in the NFL for the last yeah. <laughs> Bobby entertaining us with all of his wit and wisdom and an endless supply of quotes. Oh. Man. Uh, but those two tight end sets, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, I think it kind of, you know, fits in with the O-line too. You know, it's the O-line, the run game, and then the play action with the tight ends. Uh, you know, it's going to help your inexperienced quarterback and, uh, you know, give you a chance to take some shots over top. And, you know, so like I said, the run game, the O-line, that's all going to take pressure off the, you know, the young, experienced quarterback, and they'll go from there. And, you know, I mean, look, it's going to be weird Thursday night. That's going to be the biggest thing, and I think – the other thing is, you know, I mean, you know how much, you know, that program is structured on, uh, you know, routine. Yep. And when competitive excellence. Okay, okay, okay Bob. <laughs> yeah, competitive <laughs> but, but excellence I mean, like, too. But routine. I mean, you know, like they're going to be Thursday and then right. it's going to be a long time until they play again. You know what I'm saying? And so that's going to be a little bit of disadvantage. But then, they, you know, Oregon's got a disadvantage too coming all the way from, uh, you know, two time zones away. And so I think it'll kind of even out and. But I think that, uh, you know, they'll, they'll get it done. I mean, you know, they'll, they'll go out there and they'll win the game, you know, come out on a positive note, I, I truly believe. And what are you writing down, more quotes? <laughs> I think he's worried that you're skipping ahead to week two and overlooking well, no, Minnesota. So, but, I mean, like, think about it. Like, Minnesota's in central time. On, on <laughs> Oregon's in west, so technically it's three time zones away. <laughs> and that's already week two. Let's yeah, play. you're right. Sorry, sorry. I'm coming from Denver. But listen, like. <laughs> well, we're not here to talk about math. Bob, right. Like, this is about football. We didn't come here to play What school. was the ceiling roof yeah. situation again? He's still trying to figure out exactly yeah. how that all worked. Uh, we got in our buyer's autos question for the Buckeyes this week, and it was some people. I don't know if it came directly from Berm, who was constantly monitoring the weather or not, but 
the fact that the opener could have some wet, rainy conditions. Oh, man. You guys uh, played a bunch of different positions. How much ball. does it affect I mean, us? I mean, that's what the whole offense is going to be based around. So, you know. I, I yeah. think I'm I, I, picking he, up a theme from you, Jeff. It's, it's, it'll, be, it'll be inside well, run, no, inside run I mean, drill you're, you're, for, for, for four quarters, exactly. honestly. If it's I, I, I'll inside say, the box. I'll say tie this, the strap I, them up. Let's go. Yeah. I'll say this. I don't know if there's any team in the country, and it's not just because we're talking about Ohio State. I don't know if there's any – team in the country that would want to face Ohio State when you are forced to run the ball. If you have rain no, and no, you are forced to basically do inside drill with that offensive line that Jeff was talking about, they are monsters. Monsters. You do not want to match up with those guys and say, okay, here we go. We're going to run the ball against you. You're going to run the ball against us. It will be a recipe for disaster. They're going to set Ohio it State up will too. maul those guys. They're going to set it up. <laughs> they're going to they're going to set it up for Oregon to game plan to stop the run, you know, which will open up those downfield passes. I mean, I mean I'd run the ball 90% of the time, literally. <laughs> Rush for yeah. 300, 400 yeah. yards on the – I mean, you know, exactly honestly, and, and, make, and make Oregon, you know, be that, that be their main focus, to, you know, going into the next week. And then that will open up those downfield shots and, and stuff like that. So, that I mean, you know, hey, Coach – Coach today, yeah. yeah well, I mean, you talk at, about run at ninety percent of the time. Talk about right. a game to get your linebackers ready, right? And hey, we're playing downhill all day, boys. <laughs> Gonna be too much more. Don't even get no gloves on. Just That's take, go ahead and take your fingers up because we ain't nobody. We're just straight hitting for right. for, for four hours. That's Here's it. my question: right. When did this question come in? This afternoon, Berm was really just flipping through. <laughs> well, this afternoon, I think, I think it was about 4 p.m. I was looking at the Weather Channel app, and I yeah. looked at Minneapolis, yeah. and there was like a 22% rain for Thursday wow. night. So I don't know where this That's question is coming from. That's enough for Berm to freak out. So, so what you're I saying is that we're enough conversation on the weather so with, what you're, with a 20% yeah. chance. So, so you're <laughs> telling me there's a chance. Yeah. There's a chance, but I don't think weather's going to be a huge, well, a huge deal. I mean, that's what you're here for, like. Yeah, I'm here to drop Zach's the, the Zach's the weather man. Stay classy, no. San Diego. You know, Come on. thought there might be something to it with a new quarterback and oh, California quarterback, by the way. <laughs> but that matters. Also, that it matters. It does. does it? Bob, it does. Bob went to one you of the practices. Cleveland, dude. Yeah, it's different. Calm climate out there. Come on. They like there, there's a struggle <sighs> throwing the ball. They'd have been in a. He'd have been in the. How many passes did he throw in a game last year? Uh, probably, I don't know. Zero. Yeah, I'm about to say, I Even I know that. Even I could do that exactly. bad. <laughs> there is a concern for guys who grew up in warm weather, play, especially quarterbacks, throwing the ball in cold rain and wind. Sure. Now, it's not going to be cold. Now, the good news is that Columbus has turned into Miami the last month, and it rains like every day at 4 o'clock. And yep. If it's been pouring, so they've had ample opportunity. I know Ryan was We have two weathermen now. That's great. I'm not predicting. I'm just telling you what has, what has happened. What time should I book my tea time for the weekend? <laughs> I, I can't tell you what happened to tomorrow, but I'll tell you what happened two days ago. And so it did rain a lot. They've had to practice in the rain. I know Ryan was happy that they've had to have some practices in the yeah. rain. Because the guys, Evan, you play receiver. you got to right. pull those gloves off. You do. Quarterback yeah, spin it. it. Like, it's not as accurate as it used to be. Right. And so there's some things there and elements that you've got to overcome. And usually it's dry and hot in August, so they may have a little bit of that. I'm with you guys. The inside run drill, with the size of that offensive line and the amount of running backs they can go at, 
bring it to you. Like it, it'll. Why would you not just practice? You know, practice literally just because I like know. to watch the deep shots. Twelve personnel. I mean, yeah, you're just like every other. See, I don't, fan. I don't I mean, like this. I, I don't know, like, like to look, see that, Bobby. <laughs> I mean, I don't like to see. Listen, the, the game was not I'm built gonna, around that. If you, if, like, as old as you are, you should know that. I mean, the game was not built around deep shots. They didn't even throw the football. Right. It's like. But that's why now you're obsessed with deep shots. I mean, guys, if I'm gonna take the, if I'm gonna take the over. And lay the points. I got to find a way for Ohio State to win by at least 14 and score 66. So they got to score a lot of points. So that's what this is about. Oh, uh, I mean, you, want, you want to score well, a Good coaches win great games. Great coaches cover the spread. All right. <laughs> what, a, what, a <laughs> what, what are all these things? <laughs> what, what a professional segment. He's got four more. Right, don't worry. Check, check that good one coach, off. Got good that one coaches back. win the game. Great coaches Tap cover the spread. And he wow. got it set up for our Coors Light Silver Bullet Picks of the Week. We're, this year, Zach, we're just going to focus on the one game that matters. It was really, it was fun to pick five, right? But it was fun. We also only really know about Ohio State and that opponent. We're going to keep it focused on that week. That's what's most important. The spread is 14. I don't know where Cardell went, but I know that he was going to pick Ohio State to cover, <coughs> so it doesn't the matter. The spread is 14. 14 points. That's that's not that, that's not good. We usually like way more than that. Yeah. Did, nobody just <laughs> who the who, who yeah, came right, up with what yeah. formula spit that yeah, out? I mean, definitely 14 points. I have a feeling I know how this is going to work. Holy so let's, shit. let's hear some scores. They clearly I'm have not seen any practice film or they haven't had any spies. 40, 42 I mean, to 14. You know, Tyvis hey. goes right for it. 42 14. Why? Because I think it's going to be one of the ones, you know, it's going to be about 21-7 at halftime. And then you know how we come out in the second half and just roll. They're going to get tired. They're going to wear them out. And it's just going to roll the ball. And it's over with. They're just going to pour it on at the Everybody going to get in. And if the weather is not raining, it's really going to get bad. All right, 42-14 from Tyvis. Evan. 34-14. You know, I'm going just that because, like, on the offense, I feel like there's going to be some get-to-know-you process eventually, right? We have one quarter. That's what Tinder's for. I put put two field goals in there. I put two inefficient goal uh, goal line trips in there, right? And then the rest will go. What, four this isn't the further? Alabama game where we get into the five and then have to get the field. Hey, man, we we just got to figure out what it looks like with live bullets. So I'm, I'm giving myself a little room, cover the spread, but, uh, you know, <laughs> let, let, let them surprise me and then I'll go up from there. How about that? All right, two covering the spread. I'm really surprised so far, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff's doing, the, Jeff's doing the math. Right. He's got to scribble it down. Uh, 14. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I think. That, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how they came up with 14. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, that's dude. They uh, didn't call you for that. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but uh, we'll, yeah, we'll I, I, I definitely think they cover. I think, uh, you know, I think they go out and it'll it'll be a good, uh, you know, good opening game for them. You can yeah. give a score. I mean, the score. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. What do you? I mean, you know, let me pull something. Out. I mean, four, I don't know. Four, Forty-nine, twenty-one. There it know, is. He's know. got I mean, it. Wow. You know, let watch me him be like on the. Watch him be like I'll on give you an bus. analysis. You know, yeah. I mean, what you want down to the, the actual Zach, point? He, you know, I he mean, hasn't been doing this as long as you. Okay. <laughs> I he just mean, got geez, done. Like, it's like pulling teeth sometimes with this kid. Oh, here hey, we go. I'm like putting a five a long... on the fact that he's like on the button or something like some mysterious way. Um, I'm going forty-nine, ten. Okay. I think it's forty nine ten. I think the the you Bucks took the just, same number I took. Bucks come out firing. <laughs> I mean, it, after you know, all the shit you gave me. Forty nine forty nine ten. The Bucks just are and come out firing. I, you know, Minnesota's only chance is, is to run the football, and I don't think there's any way they're going to be able to run the football right now. The Buckeyes are going to be so excited to get on this field, play in front of a, a full capacity crowd, even with it being on the road. That might amp them up even more. 
and uh, they, they know they've got some messages to send, especially with how the year ended last year. Yep. They were not happy, you know that, being around the facility. They want to send a message that they're back. A bunch of people are, you know, yeah, they get some press that they're a strong team, but Ohio, let's be honest, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Alabama, Clemson, every single year are going to say they're going to be great. But yep. no one really, truly knows how good this team's going to be, and everyone's looking at that defense. That defense is going to set the tone. Minnesota will get a score late, but 49-10. I like the 49 number that they threw out there. I'm going to go 49-17. Probably. I think that's it's amazing that how score. much shit I got from the <laughs> score seven. and then yeah. you two. I, I had the <laughs> biggest outlier here. Like, seven so. touchdowns sounds Unbelievable. right. Seven touchdowns sounds right. Zach has 10. He had 21. I'll split the difference basically there and go with 17. I think it's probably 28-10 at halftime. Maybe they give him a touchdown in the second half. But, you know, that seems about right with everything you've seen from this offense. Ohio State's got a new kicker. I think they'll have to try one at some no. point just mm -hmm. for fun. What? What's a, what's a field goal? Maybe. Got to know what you got to have, yeah. right? Like, uh, yeah. Bring a guy in. Shout out to Purdue. Austin, na there. name a guy who's going to perform Saturday night well that no one knows about. That nobody knows about. Demario McCall. Well, I'm not going to oh, name Demario out. McCall, Tyvis, but uh, I don't know that Cade Sober, yeah. just, just to get to Jeff with that second tight end, he's going to be that guy. Uh, you know, he's probably I, I, liked, I did like watching him in practice. Yeah, he's, he's got some really good ball skills. He used to play running back in high school, spent time like you. That's that. weird. I used to play running back in high school. He, <laughs> he broke, no, he didn't. He kid, broke your no, record. Kidding. <laughs> as a, you know, a guy who could play both ways, linebacker, defensive end, now a, a tight end. You know, I, I still, even if they run the football a lot, Cade Stover is going to be out there in those two tight end sets and he'll be blocking. I think there will be an opportunity for him to catch a ball or two. Maybe that's not a well, guy. Well, it's all going to be set up show. off the run game. You know, they're going to play action. I, I, I mean, heard that. Somebody told me that tonight. Yeah, uh, uh, it's going to be set up off the run game. Oh. You know, the play action. Um, yeah. Uh, you want me to say it one more time? <laughs> I just want to make sure everybody gets it. It's before we get out of here. Play action. It's play action. <laughs> play action with uh, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Over that's the top. Like it might be pretty it, good. Yeah, at. it's going to. I think. That, yeah, they got a really good chance. I mean, um, Austin Demario yeah. McCall pick six. I'm calling it. Whoa. Wow. Well, okay. We didn't know, didn't know we had to be that bold with our predictions Pick, pick six. I love it. Pick six I'm with is it. coming. You know what you're going to say I'm after the game just for Austin. That, that, will be, <laughs> that will be for me, and then we'll hash it out. Like, hey, you come back with that attitude to compete, that's, that's great. I'll give them all the credit in the world. Uh, you have somebody else in your mind, Zach, or do you just want me to? No, you, you've been at practice. I, I think it's Javante. For, some you're the, for someone who's going to become a star, I think it's Javante Jean-Baptiste. There's so much attention on Zach Harrison and Tyreek Smith for good reason. They're both five-star players, first-round picks. This, this was a longer-term project for Javante Jean-Baptiste to go from a linebacker who was like 195 pounds, and Coach Mick and Larry Johnson put 55 pounds on him, Ooh. turned him into an outside pass rusher, <laughs> leadership, Wings over speed, and muscle milk. <laughs> whatever it takes, Wings he's done over. it. I, I, I don't Rooster, think he's getting on, enough credit brand. for how much he can I'll help. I like it. I don't know how much the pass rush matters because oh, apparently this is a game for the inside drill. Uh, either way, it's Thursday night. Ohio State at Minnesota. Can't wait to finally be back uh, for a game with fans. and All these guys will be tailgating somewhere or watching the game somewhere with some cold ones. And I, got, I got one last thing. Get it in. Hey, Rachel. Rachel. Oh, my God. What do we got no, going what here? We call it. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Come here, come here, <laughs> come here. Call we the lefty. We have, call the lefty. We, we have a congratulations for Mr. Boren and his beautiful fiance. They just got engaged a couple weeks ago. Hey, oh, congratulations. I think it was like two yeah. months ago. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. How, how long ago was it? Just to prove him uh, wrong. Almost two months ago. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, so congratulations to these two. Uh, wish you guys the best and good luck with the wedding planning. Yeah. You know. Cheers to, <laughs> cheers cheers. to them. Hey, this is just some more proof that we don't script this show every week. Anything can happen at Urban Meyer's Pint House Ooh. with weekend kickoff. It's brought to you by Bryant Heating Cooling Systems. We'll be back on our normal schedule when the Buckeyes aren't playing on Thursday night every Thursday throughout the season. Come hang out with us. Bigger, better than ever. Appreciate Cardale Jones, Evan Spencer, Jeff Hireman, Zach Bourne, Tyvis Powell, Bobby Carpenter. I am just Austin Ward. We will see you next week. Enjoy the game on Thursday night, folks.